Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Good Friday morning. Greg out today. He's traveling with Tennessee State, who lost last night at Moorhead State. But I got good news, Pat and Cook. By the way, good morning. Good morning, John. Uh, my replacement Phil Sims bobblehead is on its way from Moorhead State. So shout out to Greg. He called in a couple of favors and uh, I, I broke mine. I somehow his, his Phil's head got chopped off oh, of his wow. shoulders. Yeah. So that's the voice of Pat and Cook, our five-star general and our producer. This is the Greg Pogan, John Burton show. As we said, 615-844-5600. We got a lot to get to this morning. Ryan Canahan, Ryan Callahan, excuse me, of course, will join us at 925. 10.05, Belmont head coach Casey Alexander. It is a log jam atop the Missouri Valley Conference. They got a big game Sunday against Drake uh, on the road, and we'll get a preview there. Uh, first year for Belmont in the Missouri Valley Conference, and they're they're holding their own, uh, but it is, a, it is tight atop of that uh, conference. So we will uh, get to that. And of course, baseball today, the Vandy boys in action in Texas. Tony Valls and UT, they're in action today as well. It's good to have baseball back, isn't it, Patton? I mean, you know, it's on the college level. Pitchers and catchers have reported for Major League Baseball. It's springs right around the corner. You wouldn't know it today. 70 yesterday. It's right. barely above freezing today, but it'll be back in the uh, uh, low to mid-60s um, uh, in the next couple of days. Did I see right? Is it going to be near 80 one day next week? Yeah, next week supposed to get a, as high as 77. Whoa! We're uh, not even cracking 40 at the moment. Yeah. But no surprise there. New Year point on baseball. Probably its most popular stretch last season mm -hmm. for college baseball. And for it to be back, I mean, you're, you hope that momentum carries over. And it, there's definitely some storylines, especially in the SEC, LSU, foregone favorites to win it all right now mm -hmm. a number one pick probably in dylan cruz uh, in there as well and uh, hopefully a vandy uh, resurgence this season after a bit of a down year yeah and, to and and tennessee had that great regular season kind of a downer for them as well yeah uh, not going very far uh, uh you know not as far as we thought they would but how much fun was it last spring pat and taking the calls from the vandy and ut fans you know, that's a that's a real rivalry now. I mean, Vanderbilt versus Tennessee is always going to be a rivalry no matter what sport. But now in baseball, with, you know, UT being so good and the Vandy boys have always been solid under Tim Corbin, the fact that that I-40 rivalry, we have that in the spring as well as the fall and winter. Yeah, we sure do now. And it's, it, it's about as competitive as it can get. And last season it wasn't uh, so, and that series was at uh, – here on West End. This season it'll be up in Knoxville. So that atmosphere, it, it gets better and better each year. And 
I'm sure Vanderbilt's got a chip on their shoulder heading into this year, something they really, John, haven't been able to say a whole lot of uh, these past couple of years because they've been the hunted pretty much in college baseball, especially in SEC play. But now there are uh, th a few other top dogs on top of the SEC. Oh, the SEC's loaded. It's going to be a dogfight yeah. this year. It's going to be a lot of fun to uh, keep our eyes on. Of course, we're going to have Corbs with us every Thursday, I believe, uh, throughout the season. So uh, we are excited uh, to have t is it Wednesday or Thursday? No, Thursday. Okay, I did have that right. All right. Uh, I will say this about Tiger Woods. The man has a flair for the dramatic, does he not? And timing is everything in life. Right? Sure is. Think about it. First full weekend without football of any kind. Football is completely done. Super Bowl's in the books. No more college all-star games. I think there's an HBCU classic game on Sunday if you're if you're super, super diehard into that. So no football this weekend. Tiger Woods decides, you know what? I'm going to play this weekend at the Genesis Invitational. <laughs> He's sitting there plus one on 16 or after 16. Birdie's on 17. I'm, or I'm sorry, 16, 18, 16, 17, and 18, I should say. To close out his round, he's minus two now. He's five shots off the lead, and everybody's all a flutter. Tiger's back! Tiger's back! I mean, the timing of that could not be better, right? You got NBA All-Star Weekend that probably not a lot of people are going to be into, quite frankly. Right? There's no football. Giannis got hurt last night. Yeah, okay. Giannis got hurt last night. So, there's not a lot of – there is something to keep people compelled and watching this weekend – as we try to deal with life after football. I mean, how amazing is that? I mean, it's Tiger, baby. Come on. But I just the flair for the dramatic, his, the flair for the dramatic, his ability to know when to strike when the while the iron is hot. You know, good on him because they're going to be Would you be watching the Genesis Invitational Patton if Tiger Woods A wasn't playing B, didn't have a good first round and now could be in it? Hell no. And we have the Daytona 500 on Sunday, so that you know we have that to look forward to. But you know, you got to you got to be kind of choosy about what you want to get into this weekend from a sports perspective. And now all of a sudden you have Tiger Woods playing, playing well, and all of a sudden the the Tiger's back. The Tiger people are are are, are screaming from the hilltops. Tiger's back. First Look, round since June, right. competitively. Listen, this guy's never going to dominate the PGA Tour like he did in 2000, the early 2000s, all the way up to 2008. But I get now why people are so into it because he just draws people in, even at the, at an advanced age. You know, physically, he's not what he was. Uh, he's been through a lot on and off the course over the last 15 years or so. But there he is. You know, all he had to do was make three straight birdies to close out a first round, and everybody's all abuzz. That I can't wait to see what the ratings of the Genesis Invitational is going to get this weekend because Tiger Woods is, I mean, he's in contention. He's five shots off the lead. He's right there. Yeah, I hope you bought your Genesis Invitational uh, stock when it was low because it yeah. is it, it is high this weekend. Yeah, and it, it will continue to. Yeah, be. by Monday you're definitely going to want to call your broker and cash out. All right, right. so. <laughs> We got all that to get into, and you can call us and let us know what you think about all that. 615-844-5600. But, Patton, I got to talk about the Predators um, to start the day. Yeah. What are we doing? Do we sound the alarm, John? Oh, the, uh, the alarm's been sounded. I woke <laughs> up to that alarm today. <laughs> what are we doing, bro? 
I mean, I get it, okay? The Bruins are a juggernaut. They are a phenomenal team. They only have eight regulation losses all season. But that just showed what we saw last night, Patton, the difference between an elite team and where the Preds are. Yep. You're str- you're you you're supposed to come out you're trying to come out of the gates after the All-Star game and make this push to the playoffs. You've been in the playoffs 8 straight years. But I think we're starting to see reality set in with this Nashville Predators team. And it it I liken it to what the Titans went through the last part of their season. You know, some individual good players, some all-star, well, one all-star and UC Soros, but, you know, all-star caliber players, one would think. They're, what, one in three since the all-star break? Yep. And have had some pretty significant and lopsided losses in there. The one loss you you beat, whoop-de-damn-do, you beat a bad Philadelphia team, but you needed overtime to do it. You're one in three since the All Star break. You began the day five points out of the final, uh, you know, the second wild card spot, battling with a number of teams. Folks, it's time to face reality. If you're a Preds fan, you're not going to the playoffs this year. The Pre- the Nashville, Pre- I will say it, and if I'm wrong, I'll come back on these airwaves and I will. Um, I will I will eat it. I will own it. The Nashville Predators are not going to the playoffs this year. And much like I said about the Titans during the fall, let's say they do make the playoffs. What's the point? Where are you going? Okay, from an ownership perspective, like we've talked about during this week, you'll get two extra play, uh, home games, and you'll be able to draw revenue off that. But here's the thing. The Preds aren't good enough and I think the fans realize this where's the buzz about the Nashville Predators I await your answer Pat and Cook uh there is none at the moment I mean don't don't get me wrong people show up to the games and they cheer and you know the PA guy does his t-shirt twirling giveaways and stuff like that there was a heavy Boston contingent there last night Steve told me he was at the you know he 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 uh, did a live shot at the game he said there was tons of Boston people there. There's no buzz about the Nashville Predators. I think the fans realize, hey, I'll go the game. I'll cheer. It's kind of like you towards the end of last year with the Titans. Yeah, I'll go. I'll do my. I'll do my civic duty right. as a Nashvilleian <laughs> and a lifelong Titans fan. I will. I will go and do what I you know and do my best, and I will cheer for my team. And I think that's what Preds fans are doing. The fans know. Yeah, they know. This team's not good enough. And so, assuming this team does not make the playoffs, which I don't think they're going to, and maybe I'm wrong. Certainly don't deserve to at the moment. Well said. Thank you. That's that's what I was searching for right there. What happens now? There's got to be changes. You got guys on this team making a lot of money and not producing a whole lot. Sorry. I'm just that's just the reality. It's nothing against the organization. I love the Predators organization. I respect them. I'm one of their board members for their guider uh initiative for social justice and diversity and equality, and I'm proud to be a member of that. I went to the game the other night. I had a great time. I mean, the game sucked. They lost. <laughs> but I mean, reality is setting in, and I think the fans realize this. I you know, 
I when I go to the gym, when I go to a restaurant, when I go to the grocery store, people don't come up and ask me, "Hey, what's up with the Predators?" It's all you know, Titans. Who are they going to draft? You know, what do you think of the new GM? This, that, and the other. And trust me, now that college baseball season is open for business, what's up with the Vandy boys? How far do you think they can go? Wow, Tennessee's good. Nobody's talking about the Predators. And I know that there's probably some people associated with the Predators hearing me say this right now that aren't happy with me saying this. And I don't mean it to be a slam against the organization. I'm just saying, you look at how this team has played since the All-Star break. You look at how up and down they've been going in to the All-Star break. Here they are. Points, significant points out, a number of teams ahead of them that they would have to chase and leapfrog. And I, we could talk about games in hand and all that stuff. I don't want to talk about that, okay? And I and it, trust me, if Greg were here right now, we'd be going round and round. We'd be we'd be rolling around on the ground wrestling, you know. You, Greg will be like, you make the playoffs, you win, you try to win and make the playoffs. What's the point? So what I want to know is, Assuming this team doesn't make the playoffs, what changes are there going to be? Is Hines' job on the line? Is David Poyle still committed to seeing this thing through? Or maybe is he thinking about, you know what? I've been doing this a long time. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm the winningest general manager in the history of the National Hockey League. I've never won a cup, but maybe it's time. You got the new owner, Bill Haslam, coming in. Now, the dude's a billionaire. You don't become a billionaire by making bad business decisions. Does he take a look at where this team is and this roster and the salaries that are being pumped out? Well, who's and who say, is, yeah, and say, you know, we need to make some changes. We need to bring, you know, we need to commit to the younger guys. You know, we need to bring some of our prospects up. That's what I want to know. I don't just, you know, the Titans have an uncertain future, but there there seems to be a path to where they can go and eventually get back on track. Would you agree with that? Yeah, they have a head coach. They have a head exactly. They have that a head trust. coach. Exactly. Exactly. And we'll see what Carthon is, but I but we like what we see so sure. far. Where are the Predators going? What's their long-term and immediate future here? Right? Listen, we know guys like Yossi, Forsberg when he's healthy, those are forever guys. They're not going anywhere. And I'll throw Ekholm in there. Should they be forever at this point, though? Other than uh, Roman Yossi, yes. I, I mean, I, I mean, that's why I want to. That's why I want to ask you. I mean, listen. I know you're not the biggest hockey fan in the world, but you're in Nashville. You, sure. You no, take I, you take pride in the Predators. Yeah. Representing your city and your state. Like what? What are we doing? Right. Like where are we going with this? With this? With this hockey? Team? It's everything's gotten progressively worse since 2017. Uh, I'll, I'll give you 2018 Presidents Cup, but they yeah. lost in the second round. You know, they did have back-to-back Central Division titles, but they haven't been out of the first round since 2018. Haven't won a series in five years. Yeah. What are we doing? You know, I I don't know. And in, in in you mentioned the Titans, and well, you kind of can give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think one reason you can do that, you know who's making the decisions. It's a combination of Mike Vrabel and Amy Adamstrunk, and then Rand Carthon now. For the Preds, who is making that decision? Because you mentioned they're kind of teetering on owners at the moment. Uh, Bill Haslam isn't taken over for, uh, I don't know if they've given a specific amount of time, but to me, he should be the one, even though he's not fully in charge and he's not the owner currently at the moment, he's going to be taken over here in a few years. And the problem with the Preds, and the Titans were on real 
And as a fan, it, it, it hurt to see it. They're on real kind of thin ice to becoming irrelevant because what, yeah. the, what the Preds are now is what the Titans were even worse. I mean, everybody was going to Bridgestone. I mean, you had more people at Bridgestone Arena than at Nissan Stadium on Sundays. You're talking about during the 5-27 and 27 death march of 14 and 15? Yes, yeah. it, exactly. And it, So things can change quickly, but to me, I, I just look at this team – is there some new new faces in there, some young guys in there? Sure, but it is stale. Same old faces, yep. same old guys yep. not showing up week in, week out, and game in, game out. I'm going to look at Philip Forsberg, and I, I know this may be unpopular. He's He's got a cool mustache. He's got he's got cool <laughs> hair, but he, the money you're paying him, I mean, has he shown up this season? I mean, has well, he, he's hurt right now. Let's be fair. Sure, but I, but I just think you look around this team, and you mentioned the money being thrown around. I mean, Johansson. I mean, you know, UC Soros is about the only guy worth a damn at the moment. Even wow. Roman Yossi. Wow. So I, mean, I, I just think you mentioned where where do they go? I don't know. Uh, this competitive rebuild that David Boyle has tried to sneak away from, and mm -hmm. he. Owned up and because that's the thing, right? They came to us this year and said, "No, you know, we're fine." Yeah. You know, we're they barely made the playoffs last year, despite two forty goal scores. I know I say this all the time on the show. I sound like a broken record, but two forty goal scores last year. Vesna Trophy finalist, a defenseman that had a hundred points, and they barely get into the playoffs and they get swept out by Colorado. Now, look, Colorado went on to win the Stanley Cup. We understand that, and you know. Like I said, the Boston Bruins are really good. So coming into Smashville and, and, and beating this team 5 nothing is not a huge surprise. But at what point do they say, you know what? It's t it's it's time to reload. It's time to, to hit the reset button. You know, we'll keep our established veterans. You know, Yossi's a forever guy. He's not going anywhere. Forsberg's right. a forever guy. He's not going anywhere. Ekholm just signed a new deal. And, you know, Saros is going to keep it warm until the – the, the big Russian goalie is 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 ready uh, ready for prime time, but other than that, I don't know if you clean house and bring the prospects up and and you know if you're going to do that, you got to be honest with your fans. I understand you want to win, you want to make the playoffs, you want to get that revenue, you want to keep that buzz. There's no buzz with this team right, right. now. It's, it's there hasn't dead. been all year. It's dead. It's dead. Yeah. You're right, and you you nailed it. It's stale right now. Same guys doing the same stuff. You know, win one, lose two. And I and I love David Poyle. He has been here since I, am, I since I've been alive. I have the most I have the utmost respect for David Poyle. I think he's he's one of the most you know he's one of the best uh uh executives in all sports. He's an honest man and he works his ass. Maybe on. the best thing ever to happen to Nashville. Yeah. Because I mean it, this team was very close to not being here anymore. Right. And they still are and right. it, we talk about how they're stale right now. They were even worse two decades ago. Right. So I but I it's it's time to go. I mean, if this if it's this, time to move on. If this team decides, hey, you know what, we're going to hit the reset button. Is Poyle going to is Poyle going to want to, you know? Because what's the last hang good, in for that well, at his age well, with with given his experience? What's the last good move he's made? I mean, the trades. Granted, he has signed your guys that you love. He hasn't let really anybody walk that mm -hmm. you, that you would like. You like Yossi. You like Forsberg. Mm -hmm. You like Ekholm. You like Ekholm, and, and you've got UC Soros. The drafting has been good, but the trades and the free agent acquisitions have been a disaster. I mean, Duchesne had a great year last year, but other than that, he's been meh. You know, and you traded away P.K. Subban for him, a guy that gave you juice, that guy that gave you energy for three years. So we'll get more into that. Uh, I want 
listen, if you're a Preds fan out there, I want to hear from you. 615-844-5600. Right now, we're going to take our first break. We'll check in with Ryan Callahan. Go Vols 24-7. UT coming off that big win over Alabama a couple nights ago. We'll get to that and plenty more. JB and the General filling in for Greg, Nashville Sports Radio. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise of the telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. 
Greg out today, John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. We are joined every Friday at this time by Ryan Callahan from Go Vols 24-7. Ryan, good morning. Hey, Ryan. Hey, John. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us as always. No Greg today, so you're stuck with me. I hope that's all right. That's that's perfectly fine, and uh, we can we can uh, we can taunt Greg, uh, I guess, between now and next Friday about him not not having the decency to show up for for this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's well. He's had a he's had an interesting week. I'll say that. Uh, Ryan, before we get to the basketball, it's baseball season, baby. You excited? Tony Valls and the boys out west, uh, out in the desert, playing some ball. It, it's an exciting time of year for Tennessee fans. Now, it's uh, it. I mean, really, it's not that long ago where this was just uh, a non-event in Knoxville. I mean, the, the baseball wasn't even really an off-season distraction. It was just part of the calendar for other sports that uh, the Tennessee fans weren't that uh, involved in. But uh, Tony Vitello has made that uh, must-see TV in Knoxville and certainly has, has uh, turned out the fan base in a way they've never really been energized before. And, yeah, they were, after last year's run that obviously came up short, uh, of a trip to Omaha, surprising uh, a lot of fans. Now, mm. now they're still right back at the top. Uh, you know, with a lot of people p- pegging them as certainly one of, if not the preseason favorite to win the national title again, even after all they lost last season. So we'll see if they can live up to that kind of hype and those expectations. But uh, it's certainly going to be a team people are, are excited about from the start, and uh, they're going to have a bullseye on their backs for sure with the way uh, the way they the way they play and the attention they draw from everyone that crosses their path. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Do you feel like this team is going to have a chip on its shoulder heading into this year, given how disappointing uh, the end of the season was last year, given the fact that, you know, they're in some circles kind of the heels, kind of the bad bad boys because of the antics that they do and stuff like that? Do you sense a chip on their shoulder uh, heading into this year? I, I think so a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, as much as anything, I think this is just a team eager to uh, to follow up on what they did last year and sort of, not not have that unfinished business they had at the end of last year. I think they know this is going to be a different team. It's a, it's a very different team, certainly in terms of the everyday lineup. Uh, but they still have a lot of good pitching coming back. Basically, their um, their their top three starters uh, are, are set, uh, and they're and they're well established guys: Chase Dolander, uh, Chase Burns, and uh, and Drew Beam. And those guys have all uh, shown they're capable of being you know, top of the rotation level guys, if they can all produce. So that's, that's where the expectations come from. But this lineup is very different looking. You've got uh, Blake Burke back at first base, who's an established power hitter, Mally Ahuna, that was a big time transfer uh, at playing shortstop. And a lot of other guys who played a little bit last year, but the everyday regulars really aren't back. So I think this is a, a team that's going to have to establish its own identity to a degree, at least in terms of the hitters. Mm. And that's where you saw a lot of that swagger, the Drew Gilberts and some of those guys yeah. that really, um, r- really enjoyed putting on that, that, that jacket after the home runs and <laughs> all those things, you know, they're, those guys aren't around. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to find out over time kind of what this team's personality is, how much of that do they do? Uh, I certainly think Tony Vitello is going to want them to play with, uh, with confidence and, and, and just sort of embrace who they are and not discourage them for much of that. But will it be the same kind of really over-the-top team that we've seen in the past? I don't, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see about that. But it's a team that I think definitely feels it has, um, has to pick up the torch from, from where those guys left off last year and, and try to get this thing back to Omaha where they were a couple of years ago. 
See Ryan, and we're talking with Ryan Callahan. Go Vols 24-7 at Ryan Callahan 247 on the Twitter. Um, see, Ryan, I loved it. I, I loved the antics last year because I love the dynamic now that we do have a true I-40 rivalry in the spring between Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Of course, Vanderbilt, you know, the more established team, two national championships in recent vintage, but you know, the num- you know, we have, we have a lot of Vanderbilt fans that love to call this show and the fact that they were going back back and forth with our Tennessee fans. I love the fact that this thing is a thing now in the spring between Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I, I you know, I, I went to a Tennessee Vanderbilt baseball game back in the early 2000s where I, I you know, there was, that was a good Tennessee team uh, that year and there still wasn't that level of interest. You know, the team that went to the College World Series and there still wasn't that kind of rivalry. Vanderbilt you know, didn't have Tim Corbin yet. Um, it, you know, and, and in recent years, uh, a lot more recently than that, you, you'd have a, a half-empty Lindsey Nelson Stadium when Vanderbilt came to town. A, a really good Vanderbilt team even wouldn't draw necessarily a huge crowd because Tennessee wasn't that engaged then. So, it, it is good to see that uh, it, it's kind of picking up where I, I feel like basketball was years ago. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's um, basketball used to be a pretty big rivalry between those two schools for sure. Even when football wasn't all that competitive. Um, so yeah, to see that become such a, a heated rivalry and have those two programs be kind of among the, the, the standard bears in the sec. That's a, that, that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, we'll see how long they can, they can keep it that way, but it certainly makes that a, a high stakes matchup that we really haven't seen a whole lot in, in any of the major other major sports in recent years and uh, kind of kind of puts all eyes on the state of Tennessee in terms of SEC baseball. No doubt about it. All right, speaking of basketball, nice bounce-back win for the Vols. Uh, you know, they had the two back-to-back buzzer-beating heartbreak losses to Vanderbilt and Missouri, respectively, and they go out the other night at the TBA facing number one Alabama, who had been undefeated in SEC play. They're without Julian Phillips. They're without Triple J. And that was one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen from a basketball team. Uh, they really had Alabama confused, I thought, at times. They couldn't get into any kind of rhythm. They got, you know, they kind of forced them into taking really bad shots. They only shot, what, like 35% from the field. Um, great, just a great overall uh, performance by the Vols the other night against Alabama. Yeah, it really was. And, uh, you know, they. At the same time, it was a game that it, it, you wouldn't say it was a perfect offensive performance by them by any stretch. They didn't right. shoot well at all in the first half. Uh, you know, Rick Barnes talked about it going into the locker room. They they went into halftime feeling like they had missed a lot of open shots. Um, at the same time, Alabama had a bunch of turnovers in the first half, so you, you kind of had the feeling whoever can reverse one of those trends was going to win the game. Alabama turned it over less, but Tennessee's offense shot much better uh, in the second half, and that was that was kind of the difference in the game. They uh, they just had a bunch of missed opportunities in the first half and, and didn't miss them in the second half. And, uh, and so that, that looks like a sustainable kind of performance when you look at it uh, in the sense that they shot 36% for the game. It's not that they just shot lights out against Alabama. They found a way to win against a quality, quality opponent, obviously the number one team in the country, uh, despite not really shooting lights out. And that's, that's kind of what they're going to have to duplicate, I think, in the postseason to really make it far uh, once they get to the NCAA tournament. And that's the, that's been the big question about this team. Can they find ways to win when their offense isn't firing on all cylinders, as we've seen, you know, really far too often from that team? Uh, I, I think that game showed that they showed a path for them, that they just need to, to kind of embrace who they are to a degree. And that was a, a return to form defensively after they gave up a lot of points to Missouri, kind of got out of their game. And Missouri just hit a bunch of shots, too. Uh, had some mm-hmm. ridiculous shots that they knocked down in that game. But kind of a return to form defensively. They got into a, 
a, really a rock fight. It felt like hand-to-hand combat watching those two teams play uh, Wednesday night and seeing the way they were playing defensively. And when the, when the officials are going to let teams play uh, physically like that and, and not call too, too many fouls, uh, that, that's the kind of game that's going to play in Tennessee's favor. So they were able to slow down the tempo a little bit, make it their kind of game, and they found a way to pull it out in the end. Uh, got enough offensive contributions across the board. Santiago Vescovi and, and Zakai Ziegler shooting better than they had in some of those recent losses. And, uh, and you, you saw it was just enough. You know, not a lot of offense, but they've got to have something uh, kind of across the board from those guys, and they finally got that against a good team. You know, Ryan, I felt good for Vescovy. I mean, you know, he had those two free throw misses in the back-to-back losses, and, you know, I know he missed three the other night, but for him to, like you said, hit some big shots and uh, contribute offensively, uh, that I felt good for him, you know? Yeah, and, and, you know, a lot of that probably not totally fair to to him, that, that, that it all kind of fell on mm-hmm. uh, a missed front, front end of a one-and-one for the Vanderbilt game, uh, that it all fell on a – but because obviously he had a teammate pass up a wide open uh, layup or dunk that could have could have sealed that win just as easily, um, and then a lot of it fell on him for a missed free throw win on the next play. A teammate was was whistled for a lane violation that was equally, uh, if not more so, uh, uh, just just a, a setback for Tennessee in that situation. But yeah, that that's something that that players have to deal with when you when you miss a couple shots like that. It can get in your head. Uh, we'll see if he can continue to battle through that the next time he's on the line. With 15 seconds to go, trying to put away a win, I'm sure Tennessee fans are still going to be anxious <laughs> knowing those right. those two shots. But uh, I think he he yeah he he bounced back, had a had a better performance offensively. Most importantly, hit three threes, hit a nice fallaway three in the corner that was a big shot. Um, just had had a nice solid performance, even if he didn't shoot at, at a particularly high percentage. They've just got to have a few threes out of Vescovy and Ziegler in particular, and those guys each hit three in that game uh, too many games recently where they've when they have lost where they've only had a couple threes or three three or four that that's not going to be enough in postseason time they've got to find a way to get six or seven threes a lot of these games if they're going to find a way to win and Vescovy gave them a, a big chunk of those threes they had Wednesday night so at Kentucky tomorrow at Rupp Arena Vols will be looking for a little payback after losing to the Wildcats uh, at the TBA uh, what do we know about Triple J and Julian Phillips? Will either or both be available tomorrow? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's that's obviously a big question mark for this game, and uh, you know I think there's at least some optimism that that one of those guys could be back. You know I, I can't say for sure right now who's more likely mm-hmm. uh, to be back for that game, but it uh, you would certainly think there's uh, it, would, it would make a big difference if they could get one of those guys back. Um, so we'll see that that's, that's going to be the, you know, all eyes will be on those guys in warmups tomorrow. I think the good thing for Tennessee is, and, and, you know, I didn't even touch on this yet, but they found a way to win without those guys yeah. against the number one team in the country. Uh, that's, that's gotta be a big confidence boost for this team kind of reinforces that they've, they do have a deeper rotation this year, a, a much deeper team overall too many years in the, in the recent past, Rick Barnes has kind of relied on a seven or eight man rotation where a couple of absences like that would have been too much for them to absorb. This year, they're in a much better position. You saw you know, Jonas Adu and some other guys really pick up the slack. Uh, Uros Plasic even had a nice game Wednesday night. So if those guys can continue to pick up the slack, I, I think they can win even without them. But certainly they would, they would benefit especially from Triple J, getting him back uh, with the way he's, he had played before that injury. Um, I get the sense that he might need a little more time, but we'll, we'll see um, you know, what the chances are of him coming back, and, and maybe we'll find out a little bit more between now and tomorrow morning. And all this going on, Ryan, of course, spring football right around the corner, right? What's uh, what's the buzz coming out of uh, spring ball? 
Yeah, this, uh, the, they won't get started until a little bit later in March, so we're still a little bit more than a month away, but March 20th, Tennessee's first practice uh, right wow. after spring break, and mm. um, so they'll, they'll go four consecutive weeks uh, pretty hard, pretty consistently there for four weeks leading up to the Orange and White game on April 15th. They're, of course, excited to be back in Neyland Stadium for that this year after uh, stadium renovations uh, kept that from happening in the stadium last year, and they sort of had to have a, uh, a makeshift spring game on the practice field that fans couldn't attend, so uh, that's the big story this spring. But, you know, on, on the field, I think the big thing this year, you're going to see a, a, just a much more competitive uh, situation, I think, at most positions, if not every position on the roster. They're just a much deeper team, um, partly because they have a huge group of early enrollees from their 2023 recruiting class already on campus, 19 early enrollees, along with several transfers that are really going to make this a competitive spring. Uh, this is the same team that had walk-ons practicing with the first-team secondary last spring because they had such a skeleton crew back there. Now you're going to have a secondary that's 10, 12 deep uh, with guys competing for, for playing time and, and maybe some situations even where whoever's not at the top of those depth charts could end up hitting the transfer portal after spring practice. So it, it, there's really going to be a lot more urgency to this spring, and we'll see how, if Tennessee can kind of build on, obviously, what they did this past season. But it's going to be a much different-looking spring practice from Josh Heifel's first two at Tennessee, just considering the amount of bodies he has available at almost every position, except for quarterback, where they're down to two. Mm. And we're going to get to see a, a lot of Joe Milton and Nico Iamaliava. They've got some walk-ons uh, led by Gaston Moore. They'll be competing for the number three job. But uh, a lot of freshman Nico Iamaliava that I know a lot of people will be eager to see, obviously, with him being the uh, the highest-ranked quarterback Tennessee side in a long, long time. Ryan, you're the man. We always appreciate you coming on with us every Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, sir. Hey, same to you. All right, there he goes, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols, 24-7. We're wide open until the top of the hour, everybody. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of The Carpentry Shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts with pie insurance you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com pet paradise is reminding americans to show support to the brave men and women of our u.s military their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed this salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated pet paradise Tullahoma's finest for full service boarding and grooming for 22 years located at 201 sanderson street in Tullahoma. Pet paradise is a name you can count on give them a call today at 931-454-0999 pet paradise where gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops veterans and first responders if you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown 
and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit givewestwood.org, givewestwood.org. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. This did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Greg Pogue out today traveling with Tennessee State. John Burton, Patton Cook here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Yeah, we got baseball today, folks. College baseball, Vanderbilt at the College Baseball Showdown. TCU this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Then tomorrow, 11 a.m. against Oklahoma State. And then Sunday morning, 10.30 in the morning, they play Texas. All three games available for you right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio with our man Allegretta, Andrew Allegretta, doing the play-by-play. And then, of course, Tennessee. They're out west in the Desert Classic. They've got Arizona tonight, 8 o'clock. Is that an 8 o'clock start? I believe it is. Then they've got Grand Canyon Saturday, and then UC San Diego on Sunday. So college baseball is here. It's back. We can't wait. The I-40 rivalry is uh, renewed between Tennessee and Vanderbilt. They'll be trash-talking all spring long, and it's going to be awesome. Right now, for the first time, let's go to the phones. Just let me talk, Greg. Hi, Clay. Good morning, JB. Good morning, Clay. What's happening, bro? Patton, are we doing okay this morning? Doing great, Clay. Hope you are as well. JB? Yes, sir. I'm jacked up about tomorrow night now. Auburn at Vanderbilt. Let's go. I mean, really, JB, you know, this is the way I look at this. This team you know, is on a roll. They are. Uh, Since that dark day in Tuscaloosa on January 31st, we flipped the uh, calendar to February, Mm -hmm. and this team hasn't lost. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you look, and you know, Stack can't do this, but me as a fan, I can. Mm-hmm. Castleton broke his hand the other night, so Florida's pretty much done. Right. Um, so we play, we have Florida at home, you know, and we close the season with Mississippi State at home. Got a bunch of winnable games LSU. coming up. Yeah, and you have LSU and Kentucky on the road. So mm-hmm. probably the trip to Rupp Arena, you know, may be the toughest game Vandy has left. But Yeah, LSU's you know, terrible. Kentucky, Kentucky uh, has been, you know, kind of up and down this year. It's been it's been really interesting, you know. That's why I'm looking forward to that game tomorrow against uh, against Tennessee. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, but anyway, um, you know, I, I, I'm really interested and excited to see just what this team can do down the stretch. Um, you know, and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying anything crazy like they're going to make the NCAA tournament, but you know. The more games they win, I, I do think you play your way kind of in that direction because I think it matters. I think the committee looks at, you know, how teams are playing at the end of the year, uh, things like that. Sure they do. Team is play- huh? Sure they do. Yeah, I'm just agreeing yeah, with and you. Yeah, this, this and team, this team is playing really, really well right now. I mean, Robbins is, is just playing lights out right now. And, Listen, Clay, um, it's it's like I've been saying all week, you know, everybody's established their role, they found their role, they accept their role, you know, it took a while for Stack to kind of, you know, tinker with the lineup and guys were hurt and guys got benched and, you know, the whole Ty Lawrence situation, but, you know, every everything seems to be where it needs to be right now in terms of guys knowing their role, guys understanding, you know, how they're going to contribute to this team and the rotation stack's going to use. And you're right. It all begins and ends with Liam Robbins. He's, 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 he's there, the guy right now. Changing sports, JB. College baseball starts today. It does. Should we talk about, are you going to, are you going to, are you going to, are you going to uh, anchor down, so to speak at the, at the alley pub this afternoon at three o'clock, have a <laughs> beverage, watch the Vandy boys. <laughs> Should we talk about your best friend Tony Vols, JV? My guy, Tony V. So y'all still think he lives in my head rent free? Absolutely. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, I do. Of course. On the way out the door, I've got one for you, JV. Yes, go ahead. Poggy, good luck to the Tigers. <laughs> Thank you, Clay. Have a good weekend. There he goes, Vandy Clay, one of a kind. That might be an elite call right there. From Clay. that was pretty good, man. You know, not for nothing. I hope Greg's not listening right now, but he his calls tend to be better when it's just me and you. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Greg knows how to poke the uh, he, oh, figurative bear. Oh, Greg will. is Greg is he knows how to push the buttons. Doing yeah, you know, it's like beep boop boop beep boop boop. <laughs> Let's take our final break. Close out hour number one. We're back after this. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No. 
That was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Saturday, February 18th as your Nashville Predators take on the Florida Panthers. And Tuesday, February 21st, don't miss your Preds taking on the Vancouver Canucks for College Night with the University of Alabama. Purchase your College Night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights to get your Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. That's NashvillePredators.com slash College Nights. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the NHL on Sports USA, and we'll be at the Stadium Series in Raleigh, North Carolina, skating outdoors at Carter Finley Stadium. It's a matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes with Aho, Mason, and Stahl, hosting Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. Alexander Ovechkin, the great eight. Saturday, February 18th, it's the Canes and the Caps. All season long and through the Stanley Cup final, the National Hockey League is on Sports USA. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Coming up uh, as we cross the top of the hour, Belmont basketball coach Casey Alexander will join us. We, I don't think we've had him on the entire season, Patton. And, uh, First one. Yeah, and Belmont doing really well for itself in year number one in the Missouri Valley Conference uh, Locked up in a tight log jam. Boy, there's some good teams in that conference, man. You know? Jeez. What a dogfight that is. So it's fun for us. I'm sure nerve-wracking for a coach. But we'll check in with Coach Alexander. Right now, we close out our number one. We go to Nolansville and check in with Tony. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Greg. Good 
morning, Tony. Happy Friday. TGIF, and you just started it off in fashion. That's all I can say about that. That's right. That's but right. There you go. Guys, you've done touched on the Vanderbilt stuff. Uh, no, we touched on it all week. No need to touch on it anymore. They just need to go win the damn game. That's all they yep. got to do. Yep. Go beat Auburn. Yep. Uh, go, go do what you've been doing. Beat Auburn. Yep. And, John? Uh, yes. Tony? Tony, you, I lost you there for a second. Start over, Tony. What'd you say? I said spring is here because we got Tiger back on the course. Yeah, we got NASCAR starting back. Daytona five hundred Sunday. Vanderbilt baseball going. Yeah, it's here, buddy. Your yeah. job is to get a little bit harder. <laughs> well, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. You know, it's easier to it's a lot of fun. It's easier to be busy. When you know spring is around the corner and nicer weather is around the corner, it kind of puts a little pep in your step. So, no, I'm really looking forward to the college baseball season. I think the SEC is going to be lit this year, you know, with not only Tennessee and Vanderbilt, but, you know, LSU, the, the two Mississippi the schools. 10. Yeah, it's going to be great. They have seven teams in the top ten. Well, I can tell you I this, watched, Tony. Uh, I can tell you this, third. Tony. We're not going to have to worry about a Preds playoff run this spring, I don't think. So. Yeah, I think that ended last night. Be yeah. Truthful. Yeah. They're I done. Thought they, they had to do some winning, and last night just looked terrible. They're one and three terrible. since the All Star break, and they needed to get off to a good start. I think they're cooked. They got a combination as, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Coach McKay said one time, we didn't tackle nobody, but we made up for it by not blocking nobody. Yeah, exactly. Well, they. They're not scoring, but they're making up for it by not having no defense either. Well, I'll say this. They did put 28 <laughs> shots on goal last night. You know, the Bruins goalie had a they nice game, but they, they could have, you know, they could have, if they'd have scored three goals, the Bruins would have scored eight. Okay, let's be honest. True. And I watched uh, some of TSU. Well, I watched the whole game, actually. Yeah. Last night of TSU and Moorhead. Hell of a game. Hell of a game for the most part, but then uh, – it seemed, and Penny, you could tell he was getting upset. You could tell the players getting upset with some of the officiating. Yeah, and Penny's and, no, and uh, Penny Collins is normally not like that, right? He's a guy that's pretty calm and cool on the uh, on the court. But yeah, you know, it, there's something to it when he's getting booted out of a game. That, that's true, and I didn't know if you had talked to Pogie this morning or anything about it. I no. Know they had a road trip, so yeah. And I'm gonna let you go. We're up against hour, and matter of fact, my buddy Clay, I gotta hand it to y'all. Also, I think that was an epic phone call. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable! No hesitation. He didn't put nobody to sleep. <laughs> but man, there was no. It was to the point. Had yep. a little comedy in it. Great. Yeah. Oh, Clay. Great. Now all we need is get Dane to come in there and just sucker punch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Tony, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling, buddy. You too, buddy. All right. <laughs> it was an excellent call from Clay. He was like, you know, he was very lucid in that call. That was that was great. All right, coming right up, we got Casey Alexander, the head coach of the Belmont Bruins. First year in the Missouri Valley Conference, and they are in a log jam to try and win that regular season title. Plus your phone calls as well. Hour number two coming right up. Stay with us.
ABC News, I'm Jim Ryan. The five police officers accused of beating a black man to death in Memphis are in court this morning and pleading not guilty. Tyree Nichols died last month. The officers face charges that include second-degree murder. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman is still hospitalized, checking himself in for clinical depression. He was elected in November after he also suffered a stroke. Around 16 million adults in this country struggle with depression every single year. Fetterman's wife tweeted, after what he's been through in the past year, there's probably no one who wanted to talk about his own health less than John. She adds she is so proud of him for asking for help. Senators on both sides of the aisle this morning are commending Fetterman for getting the help that he needs and are wishing him well. That's ABC's Rachel Scott. More miracles in the earthquake zone in Turkey and Syria. Two more survivors were pulled from the rubble. The death toll is staggering. At least 42,000 killed. A television pledge drive in Turkey has raised $6 billion. This is ABC News. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender by Norton is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue, is here.
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our radio program, Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. I'm John Burton. He's Patton Cook. Greg out today traveling with Tennessee State. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. We're coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. In just a minute or two, we are looking to hook up with uh, Casey Alexander, the head coach of the Belmont Bruins basketball team, their first year in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, they are right there in the hunt for the regular season championship, but there's a lot of teams. They're a game out, and with uh, you know, looking up at uh, three teams here, uh, yeah, three teams, uh, Drake, uh, Bradley, Southern, Southern Illinois. Um, they played Drake on uh, Sunday on the road so obviously a big game for them so uh we'll uh hook up with coach alexander here in just a minute or two Patton, uh you know watching the monitors here of course you know the channel is on news channel five and cbs as it should of be of course well durr by the way how weird is this this is the first friday without picking with the pickers we're not picking football games today we're not talking to somebody famous that greg pogue knows it's a little weird isn't it it is weird and that when there's no picking with the pickers, that means no more football. So we have, to, we have to wait a little bit, but we got some sports to hold us over. Well, um, I want to talk about the prices right in just a second because that's what we're, we're kind of watching on TV. But will you be into the XFL and or the USFL this spring and summer? Probably not, yeah. um, especially now that Bruno, of course, for at the moment is, is not a part of the uh, USFL. So, yeah, I – even I, more reason. That would be even more reason not to watch. <laughs> who wants who who wants to watch Bruno Reagan, you know, pass pass pro right. and run block. But uh, I tried it whenever it first came out. Never really could get into it. There are a few kind of ex NFL players. I believe Josh Gordon is going to be yes. on uh, on I believe an XFL team. Yes. So I mean, there's some intrigue there, but I, I mean, I won't be setting my alarm clock and recording on DVR to uh, watch all that stuff. Just, I don't know. I, the NFL and college football season, at one point in my life, maybe I didn't think was enough. But, I mean, by the end of it, I, I'm pretty much. Yeah, I'm not one of those people that, uh, listen, a couple things. Couple, I'm not one of those people that, you know, oh, it's football. You know, I'm not going to be glued to the watch yeah. the USFL. If it's on and I'm working, I may look, glance up and see sure. what's going on. Look, I love The Rock. You know, he's one of my favorite all-time sports entertainers, wrestlers. You know, I'm really happy that him and his uh, ex-wife and manager, Danny Garcia, have brought back the XFL. I'm happy for more for them than I am sure. the XFL because it's a great, you know, it's a great vehicle for them and whatever, and I wish them all the luck in the world. I love I love DJ. I love The Rock. That's my dude. 
um, you know, guy stole my 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 name and my gimmick, but you know, it's okay. I I, I forgive him for it. We'll let yeah. him off. Yeah, we'll let him off. But I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, I gotta watch football 12 months out of the year. I as much as I love football, and I mean that's a big reason why I'm doing this for a living is my love of football. I kind of like, you know, missing it. Is yep. if that makes sense. I like I kind of like anticipating when it's coming back. And I'm not one of those – I'm certainly not one of those people – look, I'm a summer guy. I was born in the summer. You know, I love the summer. And I'm not one of those people – I hate it when, like, we're in early part of June and the weather's getting nice and, you know, you, you start making your summer plans. Where am I going to go for a vacation? What am I going to do? This, that. What if, what cool events are coming up where mm-hmm. I live? And you and you see people tweeting in, oh, you know, I just wish football season started, started tomorrow. You know, we, we need to skip ahead to football season. No. Enjoy your summer. Kick back. Football will be here. Yep. It'll be here. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I mean, unless it's major college football or NFL football, um, you know, like I said, I'll maybe glance and, and just out of curiosity see what's going on with the USFL. More the XFL, yeah. you know, because, you know, they're back. This is year two of the revamped USFL. Um, so I'll, I'll take a look. I'll see what's going on. But, you know, you got to be a real, real football junkie to get into that. Now, there's going to be a lot of degenerate gamblers that are going to bet on these games. And if you're betting on USFL and XFL games, there's a number that uh, you probably need to call. (laughs) With that said, we go back to the hotline and check in with Belmont head coach Casey Alexander. Casey, good morning, coach. How are you, man? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Wonderful. Great to talk with you, man. Um I tell you what, Casey, you knew that there would be stiff competition in the Missouri Valley Conference. Did you ever envision this with so many good teams, including yourself, scrapping for that uh, regular season title? I tell you, it's been fun. Um, you know, everybody's going to say conference play is a grind, and it always is, no matter what level or what league you're in. But um, boy, I'm feeling it this go around. Uh, but it's been it's been so unique in a sense that you know, until about a week ago, I mean, there were eight teams you know, within one game of first. And I think we still have five teams mm-hmm. within one game of first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just, you know, the magnitude of every game, if you're, you know, if you're one of those guys that pays close attention to the standings, you know, has, has kind of increased, um, you know, just the urgency of it all uh, from game to game to game. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, what did you learn about this conference that, you know, now that you've played a bunch of games and you're, 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 you know, you're deep within it. You've done a deep dive now that maybe you didn't know before uh, beginning playing in, in, in the Valley. Yeah, well, first of all, i say it just affirmed a lot of the thoughts that we already had, which is, you know, the depth of the league um, is far different than what we're used to. It's really where, um, you know, where the league is better than what we've played in the last, you know, since we've been Division One and the A-Sun and the OBC. You mm-hmm. know, you just – uh, you know, we, we got 20 league games and, you know, 16 or 18 of those, you know, you're not going to win if you don't play well. Uh, it's just as simple as that. And so, um, you know, it's a lot more um, kind of what you would think of with power fives in a sense that road wins are much harder to come by. Um, you know, you, you have to protect home. You got to find a way to steal some on the road. Um, it's just kind of the way the league is, um, you know, and then on the floor, it's more a matter of, you know, I think it's a really well coached league. Um, it's still an old league. This is mm-hmm. this is this is still a league that's got 
you know, kind of some residual COVID effects like Drake, for example, who we play uh, on Sunday. I mean, they start a sixth-year senior, three fifth-year seniors. <laughs> wow. And the only one that's not old is is probably the player of the year in the league, uh, you know, as a sophomore. And so, you know, we still got a lot of that going on in this league. And so it just makes it makes it extra tough. It's a physical league. That's the other part that we knew we knew playing styles would be a little bit different. Um, you know, it's, it's a slower tempo, more defensive minded conference. Um, team, rosters are built that way. Um, and so we're, we're trying to learn our way through some of that stuff as well. Casey Alexander, Belmont head basketball coach, joining us on the Greg Pogue and John Burton show. Obviously, like any season coach, peaks and valleys, but, you know, you've won three out of your last four. Nice big win over Evansville the other night. Overall, how would you say your team is playing right now at this point in the season? Yeah, I think we're a good team right now. Um, And I think we really have been, you know, for the better part of conference play, at least since January. You know, I mean, we – we were not a good team early in the season at all. Uh, we didn't know who we were, who we were going to be. Uh, we were fighting some injuries. Uh, we had some tough losses, um, you know, and a lot of head scratching. But kind of once we got all the pieces together and we got a few wins under our belt, that all kind of coincided with the start of conference play. I think we started conference play, I don't know, 11-2 and two or something like that. We got off to a really good start, 9-2 and two maybe, you mm-hmm. know. So we've played with confidence. And now at this stage – you know, I, th- I think we're a lot more um, similar to Belmont teams that people are used to um, than probably they thought we were going to be. So that's nice, um, you know, but we you know, we got to finish. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, ben Shepard, what's this guy like to coach? I mean, this guy seems to do everything right. Um, you know, his, his demeanor, his attitude off the court, seeing him, you know, in interviews and stuff like that, having a great season for you. What's it been like coaching Ben Shepard? Yeah, it just doesn't get any better. Uh, you know, it makes my job really easy. Um, and, and you're right, it's so much more than being a really good player. I mean, the kid has a smile on his face at all times, of all days. I've literally never seen him have a bad day in, in the four years we've been together. Um, you know, and he and he he's, he comes to practice to work every day. Um, he has great energy every day. And he performs every day, you know, and so um, it's it's been it's been fun for us as a staff to watch him progress through the years, uh, and this year just be you know playing at a completely different level than we've ever seen. You know, for him to be doing putting the numbers up that he is across the board, he's from two and three, and our leading rebounder and a high assist guy, and you know guard the other team's best perimeter player every night. I mean, he is he has not wavered one bit. So a real a really really good player. And Casey, what I like about him as well, he doesn't seem afraid of the moment. You know, he hit that big shot to force overtime against Middle Tennessee way back in the early part of the season. I mean, he's a team player, but he seems like a guy that wants the ball in his hands come crunch time. Yeah, he is. um, You know, but I give him a lot of credit that, you know, I've, I've not once in this whole season felt like his numbers were important to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you can kind of feel it, uh, you know, when guys go quiet for a while, they, you know, they're, they're itchy and uh, (laughs) he's never that way. I mean, he will, he'll make the right play uh, regardless of time of game. You know, what's, what's different about him is he's got a lot more of a killer instinct and confidence level when he's needed to make the play, Uh, you know, and he does it in so many different ways. That's why his numbers have been so good. He's he's shooting it really well from three, um, and getting a lot of those, but you know his his ability to play off the bounce and finish at the rim, and 
you know, he was a, he, he literally had the yips uh, from the free throw line to start the season. He couldn't make one, uh, you know, but for the last, you know, he's probably shooting 80-something plus, uh, you know, over the course of the last 20 games. Casey, so even that's been good. Sure. Casey Alexander from Belmont is our guest on the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And, Coach, you mentioned the fact that, you know, the Valley is a little bit more physical there than maybe the OVC or the A-Sun, not taking away from any one of those conferences. Talk a little bit more about that adjustment. Have you had to have your guys hit the weight room a little bit more? Because you guys have always been traditionally you know, a perimeter team. You know, what's that adjustment been like for your players? Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the strength and conditioning piece is, is, hasn't changed at all. We've always worked really hard in that area. I think it's just going to take time you know, for us to build a roster that's a little bit Missouri Valley ready. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we literally don't have one player in our program that was recruited to play in the Missouri Valley. You know, and, and you, you look at you look at teams, well, I'll say it this way, other than, you know, we, there's some there's Murray and, and USC are new to the league with us. Valpo went in, you know, maybe like five or six years ago. Uh, but everybody else in the league has been in the Missouri Valley longer than we've been in Division One, And so they have, you know – that's the kind of experience that we need. We need a recruiting class after recruiting class after recruiting class that that gets experience in this league and and, and can kind of understand what it takes from game to game. We're kind of surviving it right now, but we need we just need a little bit more time, bigger, stronger, more experienced. Um, you know, where we can where we can kind of recruit to this league more mm-hmm. than we were able to in the past. Uh, what about uh, Drake on Sunday, Coach? Uh, they're on a long winning streak. They're one of the co-leaders in the uh, Missouri Valley. Obviously, a tough road test for your team. Yeah, they were. We were a co-leader last time we played them when they came to Belmont and they hammered us. I mean, just literally manhandled us. Really, uh, their experience was and, and physicality, you know, uh, took took total control. And, and that was without their best player. Uh, you know, so we've got a tall order. Um, you know, I think that. It's a winnable game, but you know, both Bradley and Drake, who are co-leaders in the league right now, a game in front of us, are mm-hmm. playing exceptionally well. I think if, you know, in a traditional season, both of those guys had, had kind of some uncharacteristic losses early, uh, struggled a little bit more than they wanted to, uh, but they're the kind of teams that in the past, it's what's made the Valley a multi-bid league because both of those teams are NCAA tournament-level teams that can win games in the tournament. Uh, they're not the only ones in our league, but those two definitely are. They're top, you know, top seven, top fifty, top seventy teams for sure. Coach, you recently had a game where your team shot fifty-seven percent from the field. What do you say to your team after that? I mean, how do you yeah, nit- said, how do you nitpick after good. a performance like that? Yeah, I say it's good coaching. You know I mean, what I mean? I say, I mean you guys, you guys finally did what I told you to do, and look how it worked. You know. I mean, but when you, when you have it all going like that, what's that? What's that like from a coaching perspective? Yeah, it's nice. Uh, you know, and it's. Um, you know, it's it's, you know, Belmont through the years have been been able to put some offensive numbers up. Uh, so it's always good when it kind of feels like home a little bit, um, and and we can have some of those days. And we've got a lot of guys that you know that can do it. I mean, we talked about Ben a lot, but you know, Drew Freiberg is as good of a three point shooter as there is in the country. Um, he's been kind of top ten all year long, and got some freshmen that are make, making great contributions. So um, I think I think the you know the number of guys that can make shots. Um, you have to have that in order to have you know those efficiency games like the one you mentioned. Uh, you know, it's funny. I got, I got to mention this to you. You know, we've had Penny Collins on from Tennessee State a number of times, and uh, I asked him one time. I said, "So, uh, you know, 
I said, uh, I think I asked him, I said, how different is the OVC now that Belmont's gone? You know, do you miss him at all? And he's like, nope. I don't miss them at all. I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> what about you? Do you miss the OVC at all? I know you're you're looking forward and you're moving ahead, and it's a great move for Belmont to be in the Missouri Valley Conference. But do you miss the OVC at all? Yeah, I mean, it was a obviously it was a great league for us. It was you know it was a ten year uh, membership, and you know I mean I, I miss the you know I miss the local games. Yeah, uh, you know, I miss the ease of travel. Um, you know, there were some things. There were a lot. There's a lot about the OVC that you know that seemed easy, uh, more comfortable. But um, you know, with those very far in life, if that's what you're looking for. So. Yep. Yep. In life, we got to get out of our comfort zone every now and then, right? Yeah. So, and we have, and it'll be. I mean, the Missouri Valley is a great place for Belmont. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing where we go over the next ten or twenty years here. So. Yeah. Well, Coach, congrats on a great season so far. It's been a fun ride watching you guys in the, in the Missouri Valley. We'll, I can't wait to see how it, it ends up. And good luck Sunday against uh, Drake. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. There he goes, Coach Casey Alexander. He's right. you got to get out of your comfort zone, right, Patton? I mean, you know, then they're, they're faring extremely well in year one. And I thought it was interesting he mentioned the fact that, you know, he's got to now recruit more for this conference because they're a little bit more physical. You know, I mean – Cardiovascular wise, Belmont teams have always been great running up and down the court. But you know, you got to get some guys that can get down low and, and and bang and get some rebounds a little bit. Yeah, to improve in life, they always say stress is kind of the best uh, best way to do that. And Belmont, at, to their credit, they've kind of taken some blows and they've uh, delivered some here this season. So. Yeah, and you know, he did mention Drew Freiberg, by the way, who's hit some big three pointers for them uh, throughout the season. So. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a little Sunday action. Hey, no football, so I believe True. that game's on CBS Sports Network. Okay. So uh, uh, Belmont at Drake, and so check that out. Some great college basketball coming up all weekend long as we try to, you know, rehab from football. It's, you know, we got the shakes. Anyway, uh, we'll come back, and I want to reset what I talked about at the top of the show uh, about the Preds, Patton, because – the question that keeps coming to my mind is like, what are we doing here? We'll get to that in your phone call, 615-844-5600. Stay with us. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa. 
new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your big game headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk. Eggs. 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. It's a Bill King Show. Lake Norman Buckeye. Bill will save and actually coach that 24 quarterback. At some point, he's got to hang it up. Nothing lasts forever. I want to repeat. Nick Saban is doing his favorite thing right now. He's not trying to get to a moment in life to where we can go sit on the beach. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's JB and the General today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg Pogue out today traveling with Tennessee State. We are here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. Don't forget Vanderbilt Baseball, the season opener right here on these airwaves. Three o'clock first pitch. So what's that, a 245 pregame? Correct. With Allegretta, Andrew Allegretta. He went on with Weenie in the butt yesterday, so he's kind of dead to me right now. So anyway, uh, he had phone issues too. I wonder. They probably set him up. What's that? They probably set him up. I can neither confirm nor deny if I had anything to do with that, by the way. so But uh, we wish Andrew and the broadcast crew a great season. going to be a fun season of Vanderbilt baseball right here on Nashville Sports Radio. So uh, we've got uh, games for you all weekend. And, of course, Tony Valls and UT out west in Arizona. Uh, they've got games uh, all weekend as well. So it's great to get the college baseball season underway. And, of course, uh, this weekend, the NBA All-Star Game. Will you watch the three-point contest, Patton? Do you do do the – see, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, the the slam dunk contest was everything. Like, that was appointment viewing. Like, we we would have parties, get-togethers at one of my friend's houses and get, like, food and pizza and wings to watch the dunk contest because that's when you had Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins and Clyde Drexler – 
and all the great dunkers, everybody wanted to be in that contest. You know, LeBron never did a slam dunk contest, did he? And will never. Yep. Because I think, well, there's there's a fear of injury now, and I think LeBron was like, if I think he was kind of leery of losing. He didn't want, you know, it's kind of, you know. Not a lot of upside. Kobe, That's why guys yeah, don't do it. Yeah, Kobe won a slam dunk contest. Michael Jordan won a slam dunk contest. Dominique won a, a slam dunk contest. Vince Carter won a slam dunk contest. And I don't think LeBron could live with himself if he tendered the slam dunk contest and lost. You're right. There isn't a lot of upside, and it's kind of jumped the shark. And you know? I, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy the, the All Star kind of quote unquote night better than the actual game. I like the skills challenge last season, it, mm-hmm. where it was in Cleveland. You had Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, right. and uh, Jared Allen in it. I enjoy that. I, I enjoyed the three point contest. I saw your guy. Julius Randle. Julius Randle will be in three-point contest. Interesting. We'll see how, yeah. how he can compete there. I'm hoping but, for the best there, but, you know. But in terms of slam dunk contest, I, I say this with all due respect. I haven't heard of any of those guys yeah. on the lineup. Yeah. Not they, one. I was listening to Cleveland this morning. They were they were playing a contest. Like, they were talking about the guys that were in the slam dunk contest, and you had to guess kind of like what they do on TNT with Charles. Right. Who we play for. <laughs> the Beijing Sharks. <laughs> yeah, so look, NBA All-Star Game Sunday, Daytona 500 Sunday. That'll be interesting. Alex Bowman has uh, has the poll for that race. The poll, I don't, a poll sitter hasn't won the Daytona 500, I believe, since 2000. You can fact-check me on that if you want. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I'd love to see Bubba Wallace win it. He's been runner-up twice, I believe, there. So, um, you know, kicking off the NASCAR season. And I believe the Ally 400 here at Nashville Speedway is going to be a little bit earlier than normal. It's going to be in late June, like June 25th. So um, that'll be a great event. Obviously, the first two Ally 400s as NASCAR, the Cup Series, has re-entered Nashville, thankfully, um, were huge successes. And it's only probably going to get better uh from there so a big weekend i know folks no football but it's going to be all right you're going to have stuff to watch okay (laughs) and you can always go on you know your nfl plus subscription and replay any game you want in its entirety and pretend it's live and you don't know what's going to happen like i don't know say the Titans season opener against the Giants, for example. I'm just throwing it out there as an example, Pat. I, I definitely wouldn't be watching that one, <laughs> and I also won't be watching the home game against the Texans. I will not be mm. replaying that one and uh, numerous the Bah Humbug Christmas Eve game. <laughs> can't believe I can't believe they did that to us. I can't believe you actually went. I mean, you're a loyal fan, but that that could have been one game where you bordering on stupidity at some moments, and that game might have been one of those. But uh, I I did what I thought was you best. did your civic duty. You're a yes. Nashville native. You're a Tennessee Titans fan and season ticket holder. You did what you had to do. Yep. I respect you. In Thank horrible you. weather, watching two horrible football teams. <laughs> and with that, we go back to the phones. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League off-season edition. 
And he's probably going to talk about the bloodline with WWE and Tim McCarver <laughs> passing, unfortunately. Rest in peace to Tim McCarver, great baseball player and announcer. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Good morning, John. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And Back I hope, you. Pat, you're doing good as well. Thank you, Eric. You as well. Uh, a couple of things before I want to get to talk, talk to you about, John. Of course, it's seen on sports airways and stuff and this morning on the new show, they talk about which duo's birthday is better or whatever would you rather go with today is michael jordan's birthday and it's also jim brown's birthday that's right but then i believe they said march the 30th is tiger woods birthday and lebron james's birthday wow <laughs> man so those are heavy hitters for some heavy birthdays on those you're talking days. you're talking four goats right there man yeah, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. You're well, right. being so. that being that I'm from upstate New York and I grew up just outside of Syracuse and I grew up a Syracuse football fan. I didn't see Jim play there, um, but I know the tradition of wearing the number 44 and he's from mm-hmm. Long Island and all that. And yeah. I wore 32 in high school as a running back to honor him. His initials are JB. My initials are JB. My Twitter handles John Burton 32. Uh, in, in part to honor him. So I got to go with Jim Brown. But, of course, happy birthday to the GOAT, Michael Jordan. Happy birthday to the GOAT, Jimmy Brown. Wow. What a, yeah, what yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, knowing you, John, I thought you'd be going to the Oh, well, listen. <laughs> well, listen, you know, when that day comes, I will be celebrating. We'll, we'll have a uh, – if we're on the air that day, it'll be a special LeBron James commem- commemorative show. Right, Patton? <laughs> Oh, it has to be. Right, you're producing it now. Yeah. Yes. So. No, but all all four goats and, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Happy, yeah, yeah, I'm just, that's, I'm that's, just that's, No, that's pretty cool that Michael, that yeah, MJ yeah. And, and, and JB, uh, uh, Jim Brown, not me, my birthday's yeah, in yeah, June, yeah, yeah, yeah. have the same yeah, birthday. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Michael uh, Jordan couple, is 60. How about that, yeah, Eric? Yeah, 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes me feel old, too, because I'm going to be 60 later this oh, year. So. I'll be 53 in June, so I'm not that far <laughs> yeah. behind, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of football things, then I'll get off. Of course, you've got crazy and the draft uh, yeah. coming up. But yeah. I guess you heard about what Peter King said, that, of course, the Jets are probably trying to see if they can't get uh, Aaron Rodgers. But if they did, they go for Lamar Jackson. It's just I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, I've also heard Ryan Tannehill might be on their radar. I don't yeah, know how yeah. that's going to work. Just, it, yeah, it just depends on what type of weapons and stuff you put around them in the offensive line. But they definitely have a good defense, so. Certainly, I'll say playoff. I don't know about Super Bowl with the way the AFC uh, quarterback situation is loaded. But one other thing. Well, let me ask you this: are, You yes. know, how how sure are we that the Ravens are gonna are gonna move on from Lamar Jackson? That's the thing. I I, I definitely think they'll franchise tag him. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if they're going to give him the guaranteed money he wants because yeah. you know you're talking about doing what the they, uh, Cleveland did to the Sean Watson. Right, and I was and I will so, say this real quick, Eric. I mean, mm-hmm. if I if I if, you know, if I'm Lamar, I got to come off that guaranteed. Yeah, that's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bashadi is and, not going to do that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, one other thing, John, and I'm going to get off. Um, and this is concerning the Chicago Bears. I'm sure you've heard this in the last year or two. There's talk that now people are saying that the Bears ought to trade Justin Fields and then draft Bryce Young number one. I really don't know if I'm them. I would do that. Due to the fact, it basically means again starting over because a lot of people comparing to another Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Because he's shorter, but uh, just feels, of course, more the size of uh, Jalen Hurts. It's just he's already shown him. He, he's got some talent, some ability. It's just the fact is what you're going to put around. That's what I'm saying. How about stuff, this, so. Chicago Bears? How about you build around Justin Fields? You yeah, already have yeah, a quarterback, yeah. and you know, yeah, and, and and dangle the number one pick. They have the the one right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dangle that number one more, pick out there and keep Justin and Fields and get some more draft yeah. picks and build around yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with you, John. But you know what? You know what, Eric? It's silly season right now when it comes to the draft. Yeah. You're hearing all kinds of crap out there yeah. that, and yeah, maybe yeah. sixty and maybe forty percent of it's true. Yeah, and of course the Bears, of course, are moving to. I guess it's Arthur Park supposed to get a new stadium and stuff. I don't. Yeah. I guess they'll get a dome stadium. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. John, it's always good to talk to you. You take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. You have a great weekend. Thank you. You do as well. Um, always good to hear from Eric. But, yeah, uh, Pat and Tim McCarver passed away. This yes. guy was a longtime MLB player, uh, two-time World Series champion, good player, really good player, and went on to be a legendary broadcaster. You know, he did Mets games. He did Yankees games. He did national games, obviously, on Fox for many years. Uh, guy had a great knowledge of the game, was not afraid to criticize people. The one uh, memory I have of Tim McCarver was after the Braves won the National League pennant, and McCarver had some not-so-flattering things to say about Deion Sanders, who at the time was uh, he was playing for the Braves and he was playing for the Falcons, and during the middle of the World Series, he left the Braves, flew down to Miami to play the Dolphins for the Falcons, and then – flew back so he played a saturday world series or i'm sorry nlcs game against the pittsburgh pirates in pittsburgh there's 30 for 30 on this by yes. the way folks um that you can watch so you know the story left the pirates or le- left pittsburgh left the braves in pittsburgh flew all night to miami got a couple hours sleep started at corner for the atlanta falcons against the miami dolphins finished the game Flew back to Pittsburgh for the following series game that night. You know, it was back-to-back games, Saturday and Sunday. And McCarver said he's being selfish and he's not thinking of the team and he's just doing this to get attention. So the Braves win the pennant. I believe that was the Sid Bream, where were you when Sid slid game. And McCarver's in the locker room getting post-game and Dion has a bucket of water on live TV while he's conducting an interview and splashes Tim McCarver, suit, tie, and all, microphone in hand, splashes him with water. And McCarver said, well, you're a real man. You know, he had that, he had that <laughs> southern drawl. He's like, you're a real man, Dion. I'll say that. You are a real man. He's like, yeah. He goes, and they asked him afterwards, why did you do that? He goes, I just, he was saying some things about me, and he was getting a little heated up, felt like he needed to be cooled off. That was legendary. Yeah, you're a real man, Dion. <laughs> so Tim McCarver uh, leaves us at the age of 86, I believe. Yeah. But he covered, you know, he did World Series with Fox with Joe Buck for years. Yeah, I was about to say that's. I mean, he he worked for NBC. Yeah. He worked, you know, he was that dude. He worked for every major, I believe, every major network covering baseball. You know, you got to be liked to do that. It, yeah, if you're a, a jack wagon, you're really not going <laughs> to jump. Jump from uh, network to network, but yeah, that that really my only memories are kind of him with Joe Buck and, yep. and all the World Series calls. So sad news yesterday. Yeah, he did Mets games for a long time. He did Yankees games for a long time. You know, on on you know local regional broadcasts. Um, just his voice was kind of synonymous with baseball. It really was, especially in the fall. Um, like you said, with the World Series doing the games with Joe Buck, and you know Joe Buck did his first World Series when he was like twenty six years old. You know, and he was doing it. He was doing the games with Tim McCarver, so you had that dynamic. This young kid, basically, yeah. 
and this older established guy who played a ton of Major League Baseball, had a long career, like we said, won a couple World Series, and had been doing games forever. And it worked, mm-hmm. right? You just got used to hearing those two during, you know, I believe the ALCS that Fox has and then the World Series. I mean, he was he was a legendary – he was one of those guys that, you know, maybe known more as a broadcaster than he is a player, but he was a darn good player. Yeah, definitely think of Joe Buck. Um today because i mean i i've done play by play not as long and and not as long with a couple people but i mean you really grow a real respect and a, a friendship because i mean the hours they spent together yep. and the, everything like that and i'm with joe being as young as he was then and kind of growing up with him i mean i can only imagine yep boy we're getting old we're seeing uh legends uh, that we grew up listening to and watching and raquel welch passed away earlier this this week my gosh she was yeah. something she was she was she was a gift from the heavens i can i'll just say that and she was a darn good actress too i think all right we'll take a break <laughs> come back your phone calls after this and now habit inspected property solutions is reminding americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our u.s military this message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated habit inspected property solutions for residential home inspections radon and air quality testing or mold and thermal imaging give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113 that's 615-527-8113 habit inspected property solution proudly saluting our troops and veterans they're professionals who care At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. 
Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. So it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, and then, uh, Rand, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, I see. Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's she oh, she's a gangster. Uh, oh, she knows what she she's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Well, I will reset my Predators rant from earlier in the show in just a second, but right now back to the phones. Dougie, fresh. Mr. Burton, I I can applaud you coming out real hard and strong from what you said about the press, you know, not being a, a big hockey guy, but there is no buzz. And I watched the game last night. That was just a we'll beat you just enough kind of whooping that Boston put on them. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse if Boston wanted to. It could have been 10 yeah. nothing. Yeah. And uh, if I recall, the uh, the dousing that Dion did on McCarver was because Dion, you know, had played the football and the baseball thing. The helicopter was rented. McCarver, I think, thought it was a little bit of grandstanding. Yeah. Even went so far as to say it was a breach of contract or something. So when they won, uh, Dion cooled him off and helped him celebrate it in liquid form. I think actually he 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 dumped two buckets on him, if I recall, right, Doug? Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he did. Yep. You're he, a real made, man, Dion. I'll yeah, say he made that. Three attempts and two of them won. You know, so yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no apology ever, and I believe the fine. You know, again. Back then, it was just a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, Dion had that in, in NIL money from oh, Florida State. So I was going to say, he said when he when he was at Florida State, he kept five hundred dollars cash on him at all times. Yeah, and uh, also you know, he had received you know, some money. You're not wearing jewelry like that, you know. You're not getting jewelry like that, uh, like he was wearing in college, unless you got some a little bit of money. Let's be honest. Well, I was following him because you know, again, fast guy, flashy guy. Yeah, I but loved it. I think the the Yankees had gave him a chunk of money mm-hmm. and he was living off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a nice little, nice little grip that he was living off of. So mm-hmm. that thousand dollars back then, you'd have been, probably been treated like, uh, you know, a couple of games suspension and everything else that they do today. Now, when you do something wrong. Yeah. But, and I know uh, that, again, I know, a, I know a, that McCarver, uh, you know, never, never really got over that, got past that. He was, he was hot about that, and I can understand it, man. It's pretty embarrassing. A guy comes up and, you know, you're wearing a suit and tie, and a guy throws cold water on you. <laughs> well, you're trying to be professional and, and give your, you know, your take on yeah. somebody doing something. And But I know, thought McCarver was a little out of guy, line, to be honest with you. I, I, again, like, like you, being an old school guy, I, I'm the same way. Uh, keep your personal comments to yourself. If mm-hmm. the team's found nothing wrong with it, then your sentiments don't matter. But right. He felt something was uh, not professional about it, and. You know, when they won, uh, Dion decided to make him a 
part of the celebration in liquid form. And uh, yes, that's the way that went. Yes, sir. Well, thanks, guys. Again, rest in peace, Mr. McCarver. What three decades of doing it? Yeah, man. Not he, many people doing it like that anymore. So, yep. Uh, a, a good guy. Thanks, man. Have a great weekend, Doug. So I began the show, Patton, by saying a couple, a bunch of things. I kind of rambled in that in that uh, first segment, but I had so many thoughts in my head. I probably should have, you know, jotted some of them down. But anyway, you can go back and listen on SoundCloud when we're done. Um, I just feel like there's no buzz, and I thought you nailed it when you said everything's stale right now with the Predators. It's just stale. There's really nothing to get pumped up about. Individually, they got some good players, good guys, but nothing to get you excited. They're one in three since the All-Star break. And, you know, they're they're on the outside looking into the playoff spot. They're not going to get in. They're not going to make the playoffs. That's going to be the first time in eight years that they don't make the playoffs. They had, I believe they had the second longest streak in the NHL, uh, tied with the Capitals. The Pittsburgh Penguins have been to the playoffs 16 straight years. They're going to go again this year, yeah. uh, which is amazing. You know, the consistency. Well, it helps when you have Crosby and Malkin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's start there. But just the fact that I think it was them in the, uh, in the uh, Washington Capitals, they're tied for the second longest streak in the NHL, eight straight years. It's not going to happen this year. And so the question that I brought up to start the show was, what happens as a result of that? What does this mean for David Poyle? What does this mean for John Hines? What does this mean for some of the high-priced players on this team? Because collectively, they're not getting it done, and it's really been a slow decline since the 17th Stanley Cup playoff run. I mean, 18, they were great. They won the yeah. President's Trophy. They won a couple Central Division titles. But you said it. They haven't won a playoff series since 2018. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, and I. When do we finally say, all right, it's time to bring up the prospects? It's time to hit the reset button. I don't want to hear any more about this, you know, competitive rebuild. That almost never works. Nice sentiment, nice try, but it's not working. So where are we at? What are we doing? Right. In terms of change, I don't know just because I I don't know who's making the decisions over there. And that's kind of my main issue with it right now. You've got ownership kind of limbo at the moment, but. I will say this, nobody in that organization should feel good about their job security heading into the offseason, other than maybe a handful of players and even still. I mean, I just don't think everybody's got a price, and everybody should have a price over there uh, at the moment. And they, uh, they, they've got to figure out something because, granted, you want to have ticket sales, you want to have people in the building, you want to have sponsorships, but you also want to be relevant. And right now the Preds, They'll have their five minutes of fame here and here and now. And the NHL loves Nashville because yep. Preds fans, they show up, even maybe when they shouldn't It's sometimes. a great atmosphere. I love going to games. Totally agree. So I, I they've got to figure out whether or not they want to go full rebuild, kind of like the Titans. Uh, Titans are in a little better position right now than what the Preds are. Right, but, but I kind of feel like this part of the season for the Preds is a lot like you know, the equivalent of this part of the season for the Titans. Remember yeah. I was saying, I was like, yeah, you can win your division, make the playoffs, but what's the point? You're not going anywhere. Because right. you're going to have to face the best team in the West. Because, I mean, if you do make it in, you're going to be the last team in right, uh, right now. And you'd have and to you're go gonna, You're going to play the one seed exactly. without home ice advantage. You know, it's going to be like basically last year, playing Colorado and getting swept out of the building. I mean, okay, that's two more home games, so you get the revenue there 
from a business standpoint. But, you know, Nashville, these, these fans, they're not – nobody's talking about the Preds. Nobody's no. pumped up about the Preds. They're talking about him in the wrong way. Exactly. And right now the Preds are just on a trend of if they do make it in, which I, I don't see happening, it's it's a very low ceiling right now for this Preds team. And that's not what this – And that's what I was trying to say to Greg when we argued that one day. It's like, you know this. You're beyond, oh, let's win our division and make the playoffs. You're trying to win a championship. Yeah. That was cool in 2005. Right, exactly. It's it's 2023 now, and they've seen and fans have seen this team going on a Stanley Cup run mm-hmm. not too long ago, and with the same brass that got them there, still here now. Other than the head coach, of but course. But that run's getting further and further in the rearview mirror. So true. The more you think about it, 2017 was was you know more than a minute ago. Yeah, it'll be six years this wow. uh, this this Stanley Cup. So I, I I don't know what will happen. I don't know if changes will be made. Something does need to happen, though, if the Preds are serious about being true contenders in the NHL. If you're happy with making it into the playoffs, then and this won't happen. Then season ticket prices should uh, they should reflect that. <laughs> reflect the ambition of the organization. That should go towards prices and really what what it what it takes to get in there. I would I would agree. Well said. Schmitty, I see you. We're going to get you after the break as we close up shop. Stay with us. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. 
Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Saturday, February 18th as your Nashville Predators take on the Florida Panthers. And Tuesday, February 21st, don't miss your Preds taking on the Vancouver Canucks for college night with the University of Alabama. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights to get your Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. That's NashvillePredators.com slash college nights. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, what, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house. Because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? Uh, what happened? I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happened. I'm not uh, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Closing up shop on a Friday here. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Schmitty joins us. Hi, Schmitty. Good morning. Calling from the Big D. Getting ready to go watch Commodores play. Uh, JB, if you like, I can pick you up a Dallas Cowboys souvenir. Oh, uh, no, that's high. that's quite all right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. Jerry, Three, had, uh, hey. Jerry Jones bobblehead might be nice, Smitty. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for... I, I hey, designed uh, it re- myself. Go, go ahead, Smitty. Real quick, uh, I'm not a, I'm not going to congratulate him because they're our rival, but MTSU got a big win last night. Yeah, they did. Over a ranked team. Yep, they did. And, uh, Tim McCarver, I don't know if you know this, but used to be the Memphis Memphis Chicks. They played at Tim McCarver Stadium. Yes. Which was right by the Liberty Bowl back in the day. I was. And, uh, yeah, he did rest in peace. But, however, do not rest in peace to the Whistler. He is still alive. Somebody has posted, and it's gone pretty viral, I think. Yeah, that I, I heard that one of, the, one of the Whistlers had passed away. You're telling me that's not true. That is not true. We spoke to him the other day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my God! And well, supposedly it came out of WKRN in Knoxville, so somebody uh, might want to do a little retraction there. All right, we'll uh, we'll right. look into that, Schmitty. <laughs> Go have a good weekend. Take care. Yeah, I'd heard something. Somebody mentioned something about one of the Vandy Whistlers had passed away, and I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't really do a deep dive on that. Uh, but uh, of course, Goose, who's not a part of the Vandy Whistler. Uh, <laughs> compound he he unfortunately did pass away big Vanderbilt baseball fan but yeah I saw that and one of my friends sent it to me I was like yeah that's fake uh, <laughs> just got <laughs> just got to look un- under the comments and everybody's like yeah that's not true wow that is uh I mean it's probably shouldn't laugh about something like that it's, but uh you know that is uh that is stay classy yeah right? yeah let's uh let's be better whoever is responsible for that if you're listening be better but Schmitty did mention it and I didn't mention it during the show. Middle Tennessee, a big win at home over 25th-ranked Florida Atlantic, 74-70. Um, so, nice win for uh, Craig McDevitt and his yes. his club, getting a win over a ranked team. So, kudos to them for that. And, folks, it is baseball season. We've got Vanderbilt baseball this afternoon, 245 pregame with Andrew Allegretta, 3 o'clock first pitch. Vanderbilt in Arlington taking on TCU. Yeah, don't even bother trying to watch it. It's on Flow Sports, what? whatever the hell that is. What? Listen to it here on WNSR. Flow Sports? Yes. The hell is that? I never heard of it in my life. All right, well, uh, hopefully you'll be able to watch better access to it. TCU today at 3 o'clock. 
Oklahoma State tomorrow, 11 a.m., University of Texas Sunday at 10.30 a.m. All three games right here on National yeah, Sports Radio. No run with it this Sunday because yeah. of Andy Baseball. I, I talked to Tim. He's like, sorry, Pat. We, we've <laughs> got to do this on my – it's so, okay. Sorry, Tim. Pat. Yeah, we got a game. Sorry. Only well, Tim Corbin. Hell of a week, Patton. <laughs> Has it, it been? It's been a pleasure, JB. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Uh, great weekend to you. Yep, great weekend you to all our listeners. Jim Rome straight ahead. Then the McFarlane. No, no McFarlane's. Or McFarlane's for an hour. And then for an hour, yeah. All right. Thank God no afternoon stretch. Have a great weekend. Somebody will be here on Monday at 9 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.